You're tuning in to Visible with Isa Media Inc. My name is Isabella Sanchez Castaneda, and I believe that your impact deserves to be shared. So each week, I'll be bringing you strategies to help you do just that. So let's get visible. Listeners boost the ego, not the wallet. And that is exactly what I tell my clients and believe for myself when it comes to tracking podcast analytics. So today I'm going to break down for you why we believe this and what we track instead so that you can learn to kind of let go of those listener numbers and focus on things that actually matter for your business. So I'll share this with you. Last year, I was very consistent with my podcast and I would go week to week trying to increase my listeners. And I got to the point where I could count on dozens of listens within the first 24 to 48 hours. And that was due to my promotion strategy. That was due to people getting in the habit of listening to me and the fact that they just enjoyed the different stories I was telling. I hit a thousand listeners in about eight months, which for a entrepreneurial based podcast is relatively quick. However, in terms of business results, I wasn't seeing any. All of those listens didn't do me much good in terms of how much money I was making or how much interest I was getting in working with me. That meant I wasn't seeing increased email signups. I wasn't seeing increased references in my sales calls or in my DMs about my show. I wasn't seeing any more conversions from it. So really, I was investing all of this time, effort and energy into a podcast and was getting the listeners, but not much else. So I could pat myself on the back for getting all those listeners, but in reality, it's a vanity metric, something that's nice to have, something that looks really good on paper, but again, not something that was producing results. And the reason that you hear so much about listeners in the podcasting space is because it's typically advice for people who are influencers or who are trying to monetize their podcast via advertisements. So they need all of those listeners. However, you are not an influencer, you're an entrepreneur. So getting on the top 100 charts doesn't do you much good if your episodes aren't strategically converting the people listening. As a coach or service provider, the goal of your podcast should be to nurture your listeners in order to get them to make a buying decision, make them realize whether they do want to work with you or if they would prefer someone else. That doesn't matter if it's five people or 50 people. You want however many people are listening to really make that decision, not just numbers for the sake of numbers. And there were plenty of reasons why I was getting high listeners and low conversions. And you can hear a bit about that in last week's episode, the difference between passion project podcasts and marketing vehicles, because the strategy wasn't aligning with that. And you'll hear a lot more about how we can align our strategy to be more high converting throughout these podcasts and also on my email list. So now I'll share with you what we do focus on instead. And you may have already heard me reference some of them. So for my retainer clients on a monthly basis, we are looking at a couple key metrics. First is how many email signups did we get from the podcast directly? We're able to track this by having different landing pages for the different areas where they share their email list. And so if we notice that after a particular episode dropped, the email signups increased, we know that it's a good sign that that topic is something that people want to hear more of, and that is getting people closer to making a decision 
on whether or not to work with that person. We also really care about month to month how many people reference the podcast on an onboarding form. Especially if you're someone who's launching, you want to know how much is that podcast supporting your launch efforts or taking away from them. This is really simple to implement on your onboarding forms by just asking that question and doing it in a way that's strategic so that you know where they're going to hear more from you and where they're going to make their buying decisions. This third one is a more qualitative metric, but we do love to track how many people are referencing your podcast in sales conversations, whether that's in the DMs or whether that is on an actual sales call. How many times did people say, oh, I heard you say that on your podcast? How many times did someone mention that story you shared really resonated with me? How many times did they say, oh, I binged your whole show and that's the reason that I finally made the decision to book a call? It's really important to keep track of those types of conversations because they give you really good feedback on, again, what are the topics that people are really interested in and how can we lean into them even more for future conversion possibilities? So it's really easy to actually find different numbers to base your results off of than just your listeners. So yes, it's nice when your distribution platform sends you a little notification saying you reached 100 listeners. It's nice when you can take a glance at it and say, oh, that's good. People are tuning in. But it's a lot more important to look at metrics that are directly tied to your business goals. And your business goals are to make sales, are to either sell your coaching program, to sell your done for you service, whatever it is that you're selling, you are ultimately looking to make sure that your podcast is giving you a return in dollar signs. So I really encourage you again to not base your podcast's performance off of listeners. You will not be getting the full picture and instead you might be making detrimental decisions for your show and for your ideal client. So I want to share the story with you of one of my clients as an example. So she recently launched her podcast and is getting about 10 listens per episode, which is pretty good, but it's not something that's going to top the 100 charts. But instead of freaking out and saying, oh, I need 100 listeners per episode. Oh, oh my gosh, I need to promote, 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 promote. She was trusting the Ease a Good podcast process and knew that the listeners were not the metrics she needed to focus on. So with just three episodes, again, with about 10 listens per episode, she has right around 30 listens. And she's already hearing people reference her podcast in her sales calls. She's already getting people messaging her on the DMs saying that they really resonated with the stories they're sharing and they're interested in working together. That's letting her know that she's already doing high converting work with her podcast. She's already seeing a return on her investment with just three episodes out and she has a dozen more already planned. And to her, it doesn't matter whether she continues receiving 10 listens per episode or 100 listens per episode, because we've already started seeing results that the people who are listening are her ideal client and are getting ready to convert based off of the show's content. So keep that in mind with 30 listens, she's already seeing conversions versus in the past when I had thousands of listens, I wasn't seeing any and other people are in the same boat. A lot of people are getting hundreds of listens, but no conversions because they don't have the strategy behind it. Like I shared last week, I wasn't using the East of Good podcast strategy last year. So I was getting all the listeners, but no conversions. So many of you are getting dozens of listens and no conversions and then scratching your head. 
wondering what's happening. And it's because you're probably using a strategy that's meant to focus on vanity metrics like listens and not on conversions, not the way that Isa Good Podcast is structured to focus on having a high converting strategy. So I really encourage you, if you already have a podcast, to start to look at other metrics and start to gauge your results differently and not based off of listeners. And if you're just getting one started, I want you to not make those same mistakes. And I want you to make sure that you are putting those metrics in place from the beginning. And if you want to make sure that it is high converting from the very first episode, definitely go to the show notes and check out Ease a Good Podcast and our hands-off production retainer, because that is the best way to ensure that no matter how many listeners you're getting, they are getting ready to work with you and really start to see results from your podcast. I hope to hear from you about Ease a Good Podcast, and I will see you next week with more incredible content on how you can have a high converting show. Want to get even more visible? Go to the show notes and sign up for the email list. Each week, I'll be sharing strategies with you, just like the ones you heard today, on how you can really share your impact. I'll see you there, and I'll see you next week.